0: The journey and the process and the practices of resourcing the body are practices of guiding you out of that state, whichever state it is we've inhabited in our nervous system. Welcome to the Embodied Woman podcast with me, Rebecca Wilson an embodied experiential space for you to drop deep into the wealth of wisdom within your being and activate a fuller, richer you. I am a feminine awakener, thought leader, embodied business doula, sacred business midwife, healer, and all-round medicine woman. I am here to guide women deeper into their essence and power to activate their life force, awaken pleasure, and support them to live an embodied life. I will help you birth your visions, dreams, creations, desires, and sacred business into the world from an easeful, embodied, and rooted place within. My work supports women to become more available for life, love, relationship, connection, creation, pleasure, and wealth. I will activate you into self-leadership and self-mastery to truly live an embodied and awakened life. Welcome on the journey, my love. Hello, love. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to share today because this is something I've spoken about and spoken into before, but it's also something that I get asked so often. And it's a question about regulation. Very often my clients and the women in our community will ask me, how do I stay regulated all the time? And the mind perceives that as an ideal state to be in. But it isn't actually a truthful place. It is definitely not the place in which our primal hardwiring is rooted in. And it's just not an accessible place. So I often say it's not about being regulated all the time, it is about being resourced. Now, regulation and resource are two different things. Regulation is the process of navigating our way through the different states of expression, emotion, and somatic experience in our nervous system. Resource or being resourced is having some part of our body or being at capacity with a felt sense of enough energy or fullness to nourish us and to be a place in which we can reorient ourselves to. So even if there's many different parts or aspects of ourself that are feeling the feels of life, we can access this resourced place as a calm and steady and present ground within. Being regulated and regulation are also different things. When our nervous system and body is regulated, I often experience this within myself as this kind of like rhythm that is present and alive, that is not a really up and down pendulum swing or like a heartbeat on a monitor where it's like, boom, boom, boop, boop, up, down, up, down. Regulated for me is more like this subtle somatic wave that just dances and passes through that midline. Regulation is the process in which We take or the journey in which our body takes when we're moving from dysregulated back to regulated. And then from regulated back to dysregulated would be dysregulation. And regulation is the journey back. We are constantly titrating, ebbing, flowing, moving between these states at all times. That is the human experience that we have in this flesh suit of a body and that is the reality of existence. We are not meant to be regulated all the time. Often the desire or the yearning to be that is born from a wound and I know this myself because I've been there. This perceived notion that if I am regulated all of the time, I am, and then fill in your own blanks. For me, it was about, well, I'm good or I'm perfect or I'm palatable or I'm not too much. I'm not chaotic. I'm not disruptive to other people. I'm not a burden. I'm not an inconvenience. So Many years ago, I recognized and woke up to the harsh truth that I was on a pursuit to be regulated 100% of the time. And within that pursuit, there were many, many dysregulations that were happening. Most of all, I was abandoning and suppressing the natural rhythms and expressions of life when they needed to move through my body. Particularly and most commonly for me, whilst I was in the presence of other people within relationship to other, I had conceived this belief that I must be calm and steady and regulated all of the time for other people, to appease them, to please them, to not, disturb them or annoy them and this was a journey you know that i was traversing for a very long time in my life so much so that i believed at that time that i was regulated i would r- really pride myself on being calm and balanced and neutral But what I was actually doing was suppressing any thoughts or feelings or emotions that were present or alive within me, within the interactions of my day-to-day life. And I was also not unknowingly in a very dysregulated state because in order to be in that place for long periods of time required my nervous system to be in a state of suppression and therefore I was often in the response of freeze or fawn. I was frozen in my body and my nervous system through the fear of not being perfect, and I would fawn or appease or people please to my external environment. And this was my conceived beliefs and ideas of what the external required of me. This was not what somebody had told me I needed to be. From a very young age, I perceived that if I would just stay calm and quiet and not too big and regulated and good and not disturb or disrupt or be an inconvenience, that everyone around me would like me or love me or want to be around me. And so this patterning began from a young age, as it always does. And But I actually woke up to this realization that like, oh, I have not been regulated all the time because that's not possible. So this kind of cool, calm, mysterious kind of floating energy that I would bring across, that nothing really touched me, that I was neutral about everything. I didn't really have a voice or an opinion on anything. I was very much operating from a frozen state and a fawning energy. It just got wrapped up in a really pretty bow and made it seem like something that it completely wasn't for quite some time. I would always admire people outside of me that had the ability to move with the rising tides of energy and emotion and somatic expression in them. And I always felt like I wish that was something I could access, but I had all of these layers of conditioning going on. And something that I notice with many women that ask me this question How do I stay regulated all the time? And my question is always well, first of all, we can't. Welcome to the reality of life. (laughs) And second of all, why are you asking that? What part of you wants to be in that state constantly? How does it benefit you? What are the beliefs that are wrapped up in that? And often, it's because of something very similar. Either I'll be an inconvenience to something or someone outside of me, or it's inconvenient to me to have waves of emotion and expression, which we could label as regulation and dysregulation. And I get it, being a human with feelings and emotions, riding the waves of life, in this present day modern world, which is incredibly complex, is a challenging thing. And of course, we can often feel much safer wanting to suppress or deny or shut down those rising tides of expression within our own bodies and opt for this seat of calm, peace, regulation. Now, I'm not saying that isn't a place that we can access, it truly is, but it's also a place that we travel through and we travel beyond it and we travel beneath it and we exist never in the middle of it, but more like that wave that I discussed and shared earlier. Cultivating resource in our body supports us traversing the pathways of regulation, dysregulation, Dysregulation to regulation over and over again. We'll have many micro moments of this in our day to day life. And we will experience at times more macro, bigger expressions of that when life really happens, when there's pain or upset or trauma or challenges, both in the beautiful aspects of life and the more challenging, because it is hugely dysregulating for our bodies and our nervous systems to give birth to a child and become a new mother. It's massively dysregulating when we uproot our home and move into a new property or expand our life. And maybe you move abroad or get a bigger house. It's dysregulating when you expand your business and you start to bring in more wealth than you ever could imagine. They're all beautiful things to have in life and to experience. There can be dysregulation within them. And of course, the more challenging aspects of life with family, if somebody gets poorly or sick or you're unwell yourself, or there's a bereavement, if we're traversing some grief or some sorrow, or there's been an accident or an incident that's brought some anger. Again, these are the parts of life. And we need these states in our body to allow us on a primal level to move through our natural waves and instincts of process. So when we are trying to stay regulated all the time, we are suppressing and inhibiting the natural order of our body and our being the more we can move from regulation to complete dysregulation and back to that wave of more calm and stability with a gentle amount of ease and to not get stuck in the heightened survival states, the more equipped our nervous system is to be with the experiences of life. Becoming resourced is part of this journey. It is part of us cultivating greater capacity to move through the more extremes within our bodies. It's a journey of arriving into deeper relationship with ourselves, with the many parts of ourselves and our bodies. And within that, a journey of supporting ourselves to cultivate and build somatic and emotional awareness. This helps us to better recognize when we are moving into dysregulation or when we are fully in that heightened nervous system reaction. It's through the recognizing of that, that we're we're able to return with more ease and consciousness. Becoming resourced is also about becoming embodied. When resource lives in the body, we live in the body too. And that will support us to develop an embodied emotional awareness of the experiences that we have within. It's from that place that we're better able to access our triggers. We can identify the moments in life that have activated something in us an interaction with your child or your partner, a challenge or a conflict in business or work. Even the gaze of a stranger walking down the street can impact us some way, somehow. Maybe not so much as the thing so close to home because family has its certain way of getting us and that is the divine interplay of that experience. But a lot of those interactions are deeply unconscious and they touch us in a subconscious way. But the more we have cultivated relationship with our emotional landscape within, through practices of embodiment, somatic awareness, emotional healing, resourcing, the more developed we are in our awareness of when we move out of that wave of regulation into some kind of reactive dysregulated state. Becoming resourced allows you to stay connected to yourself and your body and your needs, especially when life moves in those waves, when the ups and downs come. If we don't take time and practice coming back into relationship with the many aspects of ourselves and cultivating a somatic awareness of our emotional terrain and the landscape within our body, we can unfortunately get stuck in these heightened, reactive, and dysregulated states for long periods of time. Maybe that's an experience that you've had, or somebody close to you has had, or something that you are currently in in right now. When we get stuck in these dysregulated states, our body uses up and incredible amount of energy to be there, just like an animal would when it's being chased by its hunter in the wild. Or if we were out there being chased by a life-threatening animal, a bear, a lion, a tiger, our body would release an incredible amount of energy a whole cocktail of hormones, stress hormones, survival hormones, are getting pumped through the body and using our life force in this state of survival to keep us in surviving in this dysregulated state. And often what happens here is many of the rest and digest processes of the body either switch off or don't have enough energy to do what they need to do it to the capacity and the fullness that we need them. Often this is processes like sleep, good quality and healthy sleep, being able to rest, meditate, calm, relaxed states of being, digest our food properly, our hormonal rhythms especially as women through our cycling years and beyond how we traverse then the path of menopause or the journey of motherhood and the many complex shifts in our hormones that happen there. All of these non-essential processes of our body to survive get switched off or switched down because the body doesn't have enough energy for them. And we then use all of our cellular energy to stay in the survival or to stay in this loop of dysregulation. The journey and the process and the practices of resourcing the body are practices of guiding you out of that state, whichever state it is we've inhabited in our nervous system moving back into a place where the body is more resourceful with her energy and therefore is better able to use it for the processes needed to not only survive but thrive. It's a sweet dance that we experience. And when the nervous system is able to move through these expressions in a more malleable or flexible way, we have more of an ability to rest in that fluidity to rest in that fluidity and that malleable, flexible place within ourselves. Here we're better able to hold space for nuance, for differences. Our awareness and our consciousness begins to expand. We move out of separation thought processes and better able to hold compassion for ourselves and all. So the journey, my love, is never going to be about being regulated all the time, but it will be a journey of cultivating resource within your body so that your body has the relevant amount of energy she needs on a cellular level to heal, grow, expand, create, and ultimately live a life of vitality and radiance and luminosity. To live a life where you are able to soften and relax and rest in your own being. To live a life where you feel safe inhabiting your body. We explore many different types of practices of resourcing, somatic awareness and embodiment within our village membership community. This is a space where women gather together online every month. The village is a community space for women to gather and join together. We gather live once a month via Zoom for a ceremony or a practice. And you also receive a gifted practice once a month in the village course portal. Within the village community membership, women also receive access to the full library of courses that I have created over the years. So they are able to dive deep into their bodies, their inner worlds, and find a theme or a subject that they're working on and dive deep into that space, whether it be heart, womb, body, feminine energy, creativity, fertility, expression, voice, boundaries, body scanning, yoga nidra, Somatic awareness practices, cultivating deep safety and relaxation. All of the courses are there to offer support for you to take a journey to become a fully embodied and resourced woman. The details for The Village are in the show notes of this episode. It's £44 a month. The access to the courses, the calls and the practices is such an abundant offering and space. So I welcome you to join us and gather with us in the village. Thank you for being here, my love. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. If you loved this musing and sharing, I would love for you to share this episode far and wide. You can arrive into all of my offerings at rebecca-wilson.com Links to dive deeper with me are in the episode notes. Remember, my love, you are here to be the fullest, most potent, powerful, embodied version of you. I am here to guide you into that. Hey, love, I'm dropping in here to welcome you to join us in our online community membership, The Village. I created this space for women to gather, to return to themselves, to deepen the connection and the relationship with self, whilst held in a community of like minded women walking the journey and the path of their own awakening.